what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. In today's episode of The Written Compass, we're going to talk about tools to have in your writing toolkit, right? This is part four of our four-part series, all focused on 20 writing tips to support your writing journey. And we're rounding out the journey, the tips, with a fun episode where we talk about our favorite things that we like to have as writers. Yes, these are physical things that you get to have that are going to support you in your writing journey. So let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Written Compass. We are in our final of four-part series all about 20 writing tips to support you on your writing journey. In our part one, we focused on getting started, getting set up, how to just activate your writerly self. In part two, we focused on getting the words down. How do we keep the momentum going? How do we actually get words on the page? In part three, we talked about making your words sing, really helping them deepen and capture exactly what you're trying to say. And be sure you go back and listen to those if you haven't already. And our final part in the series, part four, is actually just fun. How to make writing fun. And we are focused on like your writer toolkit. So I'm going to talk about stuff that can help you. I'm going to talk about tech that can help you. I'm going to talk about low tech, high tech. It's just going to be really simple and fun, but these are the things that my team, when we came up with these top 20 writing tips, we definitely had stuff. We had tangible things in our environment that we used to help cultivate what we felt like was our writerly self. And so I want to share those today because they're really fun. And I think it's something that we don't think about often as writers. Typically, every writer has something like this as a part of their process. So I'll be curious to hear Um, what yours are, and can't wait to um, get those shared with us. So writing gear, writer toolkit, what do you need? So here are our five five tips that we feel like support us as writers, and we've seen our clients who are published writers do the same thing. So first, the first tip for today is to make your writing environment cozy. Whatever that means for you, we want it to be inviting, right? We don't want it to be a place that you don't want to go to because guess what? That's not going to help you get your words down. So that may be putting on a special set of comfy clothes. It may be setting the temperature in your space the way you want it. It may be lighting a candle. I have a client who every time she sits down to write, her embodiment part is lighting a particular candle that kind of just triggers for her. It activates for her. This is now writing time. Maybe it's opening a window so you kind of feel like you're outside while you're inside. Do whatever makes you feel good and inviting. Like the space needs to be inviting. I know I always have um, water first and foremost, but oftentimes I have a warm beverage as well. I may have my special pen. I definitely have my day book, which is my Um, mead composition notebook of some sort that's nearby. So what are the things you need to make your environment cozy? Do that, do it every time and don't be afraid to change it up. So I am a person that does not stay in the same place when I write and I can be pretty adaptable. Some people need to be in a specific spot. So it's a part of knowing who you are, how you are and what's going to support you the most, but make that environment cozy and inviting. That's tip number one. Tip number two around your writing toolkit 
is to find some potential music that supports you. This is a part of creating the cozy environment. Some people need silence, so that's fine. So find your sounds, whatever they may be or lack thereof. Um, one of our team members um, really likes to use a YouTube sound frequencies that really aligned with her intentions for the day. So maybe it's a focus or concentration or energy and, ha- and she likes to have that playing while she is writing. So figure out what it is. I'm personally, I uh, usually cannot have any music that has words in it while I'm writing. That's just a me thing. Other people like to, and like I said, other people like to, to be silent. So find your sounds that are going to support you in your writing as well. Find that sound gear that's going to help you. Tip number three is to swag it up. So if there is something you are really like, gosh, if I just had that while I was writing, that'd be so cool. So it might be a pretty journal. It might be thick, special, fancy pens that feel really good and weighty in your hands. It might be a particular mug, right? Um, It might be that you need special headphones or that you really feel supported by a new computer, right? It, there, you can't write on something that's not functioning for you. Maybe you need a new chair, but get your swag on and get it up and running so that it's going to support you. And of course, I got to do a little shout out to our new Embodied Writer Shop on Etsy. We have lots of fun swag. You'll see sweatshirts, you'll see notebooks, you'll see um, decorations, you'll see mugs, you'll see stickers, all kinds of things that can help you really swag it up and have what you need. But get it, get some swag that supports you in, like we said, for tip number one, that cozy environment that you're creating. Tip number four, use multiple writing tools all at the same time. Now, a lot of people think if I'm writing, I got to have it all in one space, all in one spot. And here's the thing about that. That may be true. And I know for me, I'm ultimately doing most of my writing when I'm writing my book that I'm working on at the time I'm writing on my laptop. That's what the deal is. But I'm not always with my laptop, right? So having multiple spaces and being comfortable with those spaces and using them to support you whenever an idea comes through, you want to have them all ready. And don't be afraid to hop around, okay? You might have a journal. You might have a computer. You might have sticky notes. I'm going to talk more about sticky notes in tip number five. But have them all ready and at the go and be okay with hopping around as the spirit, as the muse moves you. Because the thing is, you need to get words down. It don't really matter how they get down. Okay. We support our clients in all kinds of different ways. Sometimes they verbalize what they're thinking and writing and we help them transcribe it. Sometimes they send us pictures of sticky notes and we help them get that into their latest chapter they're working on. Sometimes they're going to the computer and sharing documents with us. That works too. Whatever it is, find a system of tools that's really going to support you. I have clients who are all digital. They want everything. Even if they're writing, they write on those special um, tablets and devices that can convert that into uh, a Google Docs, for example. Some people really, really like to verbally express themselves. And so they have a system for that. The goal is to keep yourself writing. So find whatever tools in your cool that you need to have in your toolkit so that you've got multiple of them. So at any time, when the spirit moves, when the muse hits, you've got a place to capture it. That is hands down one of the biggest um, stumbling blocks that I feel like people have is they think they have to write like in one particular way or space and one tool. And 
So having this multiple tool kit idea is going to be really helpful for you. So that's tip number four. Tip number five is kind of a fun one that some people sometimes need a little bit to warm up to. And that is big post-it notes. Okay. If you're a business owner, you probably worked with these in some way, shape or form before, but as a teacher, I loved the big sticky note and my students got excited. If you're not familiar, there is literally a sticky note that I don't, I don't even know what it is. It's like 24 inches wide. It's huge. It's, it's like you can create a piece of art, but it's sticky. You can stick it on the wall. You can stick it on a board. It can move with you. It can just stand on the easel that it comes on. They're amazing. And what it does It's a tool in your toolkit that allows you to shift out of the way you are traditionally trained or thinking that writing has to happen. It allows you to get creative. You can get markers out that activates another part of yourself. You can use colors. You can use small sticky notes on the big sticky note. It allows you to just really get creative and expressive and see and understand your writing in different ways. So I love using big sticky notes, especially at our writing retreats, to create visuals that represent the, the structure or the ideas that we're thinking of for someone's book to create lists that you can come back to over and over again. So big sticky notes are a really cool tool to have in your writing gear toolkit. All right, that is our top five writing gear, writing toolkit tips that we wanted to share with you. So let me go back over them. Make your environment cozy. Let it be inviting. Find your sound or like the rest whatever it may be. So find your music, find your frequencies, um, or find your silence. Swag it up. Give yourself the tools, uh, the, the gear that you need to make that writing environment, that writing time feel really good to you. Don't be afraid to use multiple writing tools at the same time so that when the spirit, the muse hits, you've got a place to capture it. And then finally, don't be afraid to get back into maybe what feels like your little kid days and grab those big giant sticky notes, grab some colorful markers and let it support you in idea creation in to-do lists in planning in organization. There's all sorts of ways. So big stickies are your toolkit friend. All right, folks, that was our final five tips and our list of 20 writing tips to support you on your writing journey. If you are just joining in, please make sure you go back and listen to all the other episodes, the other three parts, so that you've got your full list going. And if you want to make sure you've got support around implementing these lists, be sure you're reaching out to us and letting us know how we can support you on your particular writing journey. As always, thanks for joining us, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh. 
an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.